This podcast is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. Visit the Tech Podcast Network at www.techpodcast.com. If it's tech, it's here. Welcome to Calcast, your creator national podcast. Gadget Podcast, Episode 49. Welcome, listeners, to Gospel Gadget Podcast. We want to show you what God is doing in terms of using technology to spread the gospel message all over the world and especially cross-culturally towards unreached peoples. that we have here at the CalCast Creator National Podcast Network is to always affirm those who are following us. And so we want to affirm and to just shout out to some of our new followers of this podcast. So here they are. Rhonda Ashworth. Thank you, Rhonda. From Europe. Steve Good. From here in Thailand. Thank you, Steve. Sheila Klitzenberg. Thank you. James Ale. Thank you, James. Karen Bruno. Thank you, Karen. Fred Barrington. Thank you, Fred. I think he's over there in Africa. Thank you very much. Sheikh Abdul Mohammed. Not sure where he's from, but thank you, Sheikh. And our last but not least follower, Kadoni Tom Boa. I think that is an African name, but not quite sure. So you can correct us if it isn't an African name. Kadoni, thank you so much. So I want to thank all of these new followers to our podcast. And if you'd like to become a follower of the podcast, which allows you to be reminded and notified every time we have a new podcast come out or any new resources that might be interesting to you, you can go to our website at www.podomatic.com forward slash podcasts forward slash God news. And that will take you right to our profile page, which has a little button right there that you can hit that says follow and you become a follower. And then it will remind you from then on when a new podcast comes in. So thank you so much to all of our wonderful followers. If you haven't heard your name shared before as a follower, as we have 60 followers now, you can listen to the rest of this podcast and at the very end we're going to be playing all the names of all 60 of our followers we appreciate your patronage please tell other people about this podcast they may be blessed as well Welcome to Gospel Gadget Podcast, where we look at the technology that God is using today to bring the gospel to those who've never heard of Jesus. In this podcast, we're interviewing a wonderful gal named Angela, who works with GMPI, that's Good News Productions International, and she travels around the world training people how to use their smartphone to do short gospel films, testimonies, other kinds of truth videos that can be used 
used in evangelism either through Bluetooth, one-on-one, or on social media, on the internet. And there's lots of exciting things that she has to say about training people and the kinds of challenges that she comes up against, but also the exciting potential of being able to equip literally an army of gospel film producers that are producing films in the language of that people group and other unreached people groups that they're reaching out to. So listen to this exciting testimony. I think you'll learn a lot as we did. So for those of you who don't know, this is Angela Morse. We're going to talk about the smartphone filmmaking seminar today. She currently works for GNPI, specifically in this, in this regard. So uh, Angela, a lot of us that you see now have read the, the document that you sent us and other uh, conference have as well. Um, I thought um, maybe you could just give an overview about the course that you're doing, but maybe you could start with just an overview of what GNPI is doing in terms of the, the smartphone filmmaking seminars. Okay, yeah. So basically what I sent you was um, level one. There's also a level two. Um, so Good News Production um, has like, I think it's eight regional centers around the world right now. They mostly do media in partnership with outreach, evangelism, all different kinds of um, mediums. But video is their kind of their primary outreach. And so one of the things that they have tried to do over the years, and it's kind of come back around in the last two years, is really trying to train local people and to be able to produce more media to basically multiply themselves. And so the training um, originally started with that in mind. So we were trying to train people who were going to be a video producing team. I personally have done a lot more trainings than that don't necessarily follow that specific guideline in terms of like I've trained um, national Thai people, Lisu tribal people have gone to Burma and done some trainings there. So the level of who you're working with are people who are pretty new to even technology, but they at least own a smartphone in some way, all the way up to people who are, you know, already producing video and they wanted to come and learn how to do a smartphone. So I've had to vary what these trainings kind of look like from one to the other, but basically level one is to get people um, familiar with the idea of video video and get them to learn the application for filming, the application for editing, and I take them step by step through like what storytelling is, pre-production, post-production, um, character art, um, I introduce you know, like audio equipment, video equipment, all of the basics are in level one and usually what I have them do is do an interview style so it's simplistic and it's, you know, for, especially for tribal people, a narrative is, just helps you to set up and introduce like what I talk about framing and rule of thirds and all that kind of stuff. And then once they have filmed the interview, I then have them come back and I teach them the editing part. They pull that interview in, they chop that up. And then I teach them more about how to shoot B-roll and what, you know, like establishing shot, medium shot, those types of things. And then I send them out with a shot list and a breakdown and they go to try to film some B-roll that would support the interview that they've already filmed. And then edit that in and we talk about music and coloring and, and, and that's kind of level one. It's usually five full days, like it's basic. So if you guys already 
it depends on who you're going to be teaching training you know if you're already familiar with how to film using DSLRs and everything then it's more just about um, learning the apps and things like that because a lot of these concepts aren't familiar um, to you know most people who aren't doing video so it's like teaching them strategic planning like you don't just go make a movie you research who you're going to who your target audience is and you know what will reach them in their culture and, and all of those kinds of things so it's kind of a gamut in terms of helping a team go from nothing to producing media that will be effective for the kingdom of heaven so that's level one and level two like i said is i teach them storytelling they actually write a script um we we break them out into teams depending on how many people there are um if there's only 10 people in the group i might just do one film with them it kind of depends again on their skill level they'll actually film everyone i make everyone write a script and then they present it and then we pick one um as a team that is feasible and is well written etc and that's the one that they film and then once everyone has gone through all of the steps of filming and being one and um, i make every one of them edit it so that they are all learning the editing process as well and then usually we pick the top one from each group and show that one because they're going to be similar enough that you're kind of re-watching a very same story so i give every one of them individual feedback ahead of time so that's kind of the overview of the two levels and how i teach it there's a whole lot more um, if we want to go into equipment later and mac versus android and all that kind of stuff but that's kind of an, an overview of the trainings so you talk yeah because that was one of my questions is how long the course is so you're it's like five days long yeah if if um if i'm teaching people who don't have a basic knowledge of filmmaking it's definitely a five-day course so i have taken that five days and done it over the course of one bible school training over three months so once a week we get together and i do another lesson and give them some homework it's okay it's not my favorite way to do it i also yeah. have had someone ask me if i could do it like in fast forward so basically people who kind of have some experience and they just want to do it specifically for documenting something and not necessarily producing a video in the end so in that case i can cut out a lot of you know research and other types of things that i teach them um and try to just condense it but when you have to get everyone familiar with the application go film it come back edit it then go shoot the b-roll come back at two got at least two days of actual production and editing um two to three days and then the training i try to get most of the training done in the first two days other than the editing that kind of uh comes you so you're really focusing like you're doing all the training in the two days two or three days and then two or three days of production exactly yeah i have taught it um, a lot of times i've ended up teaching it in four and a half because they want the afternoon of the last day to go over like social media, you know, what to do with it once it's produced and stuff like that. They'll have someone else come in and teach teach that part usually. You're listening to Gospel Gadget Podcast. Visit our website at godnetworknews.com. My goal is always to hand it off to the, the people who are hosting it and so that they can make sure they're the ones that are following through with, it's usually nationals. So I, I end up having a translator. I have taught it in Thai before completely. My Thai is fairly good, but you know, I struggle sometimes with some of the technical terms when it comes to video production. A, a, lot, a large part of it was about uh, developing these nomad teams. Would you tell, is that still like your primary focus when you're going in is to develop this nomad team? And then if it is, could you tell us what that is? When I do a training for GNPI, it is to develop a nomad team. So Burma is a really good example of this. They have a regional center 
that's under Good News Production, and they they invite me in, and they have certain pastors and leaders and teachers that have shown an interest in wanting to create more media. And so they will invite, this regional center invited 20 different pastors from the nine different provinces of Burma, and it invited them in groups of two or three to come in and go through the training. And so then they went back to their homes and we put together some kits for them to get to practice on, not to keep, we called it a loan because you never know which team's actually going to follow through. And so GMPI has lost money in the past with equipment when people like take ownership of an iPad and, and then they don't do anything else. So we've kind of set some guidelines in terms of, you know, here you go home, you write a script or you, you know, get a plan in action. Then we have this equipment, you film it and send it back to us and prove you are actually going to be doing utilizing this training and then at that point that's up to the regional center to decide whether they actually donate the kit or not to the team and so i we developed two different ways one is like a supportive kit if they already have their own device like cell phone i often noticed you know cell phones vary from all different brands to capacity etc so we tried to buy one that worked pretty well, had the ability to put in a, an extra SD card, you know, for extra storage space, et cetera. Um, we put together five of those kits. We just kind of decided what, what we wanted each team to be able to have available to help them be their best self. Level two, we introduced DSLRs. So we actually have them shoot on DSLRs, whether they have them or not. Because when you're working with narrative film, you have like boom mics and things like that. It's a whole lot harder to get around the audio issues if you aren't working with a little bit higher end equipment. But again, I always have to base that off of whether I'm working with tribal people or people I'm more familiar with. Sorry, I know that's a really long answer. Did I answer your actual question? <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, that's enough, yeah. Before I move on to some other questions, Calvin and Carol, did you have anything about the Nomad teams or about anything that she said? Yeah, my question was mainly, I think she pretty much answered it with the level one and level two. So the level one is pretty much you're training people who don't consider themselves film producers, but they do have a mobile device and things like that. And they want to learn how to do basic, simple kinds of short presentations. So you do the level one with that. And then is that true? And then the, um, then level two would be those who sort of come out of the woodwork or they, you've identified them through some other means where you want to sort of take them to another level of a little Mm -hmm. bit more professionality and probably Mm -hmm. more expensive equipment and things like that to be able to get a different quality and maybe a more robust presentation. Is that sort of the strategy? Yeah, let me answer that in two parts. The first part is originally um, GMPI had a nomad curriculum that was, they provided iPads and that was the only means in which they taught people on were those iPads. I'm over here in Asia where most people are working Android and Androids can't get like Filmic Pro, which is the main one that they use, etc. So I developed an Android kit and I developed, I went through different apps and stuff and picked out KineMaster for editing. And although Android at the higher level Androids can also do Filmic Pro, Pinnacle and, and Filmic Pro were the filming and editing app. But um, Cinema FE5 and KineMaster were the ones I chose for Android. However, you know, KineMaster puts its logo on there unless you purchased it. So that there's, you know, some drawbacks to 
anything that you choose out there in terms of free. Um, Canon Master is not free, and you're still pro. So again, some of these things that they chose were dependent on financial, and I wanted to be able to take this further rather than forcing people to have to have a GMPI kit that costs about $1,000 to put together to have people just be able to use their own phones. Now, the second part of what you asked me is that I know people film whole feature films on their cell phones. It is done. (laughs) But we're also working with people at times who don't have their own laptops to be able to edit and editing entire feature film on a screen that is big. And also, you know, depth of field and stuff like that, being able to find the right lenses here Asia has been um, a bit of a drawback in terms of, you know, you have a little clip on and you have those screw on lenses, but they're, they're not anywhere near as professional as what you might be able to get in the States and always having them shipped over. It increases the cost as well. So Android, another issue I found is an audio issue um, with the splitter cable, being able to hear it and bring in outside audio. It's an Android problem. We've gone around and around trying to find the right splitter to be able to do both. Some tell me Androids in one program and don't work in another or not at all. So there have been definitely some things to work around. It's not my preferred method of filming, but it is a way to get people filming who don't have other options. And so being able to give them the tools to go forth and make films and reach people that I probably wouldn't be able to do, you know, they can go back to their communities and create stuff in their own languages and give them the right tool sets. So that's been my my goal. So I'm I've been willing to go wherever I'm I'm asked, whether it's with GMPI or not. Our followers are Brian Hogan, R2 Hayes, BK McCarter, Dave Abru, Mary Smith, Bob Gibson, Ruben Shadrach Kachala, Cynthia Lay, Teresa, Marianne Tarun, Edwin Chia, Boz Jewel, Peter R. Warren, Alani, Mark Kordick, Baby Boomer, Fred Barrington, Sheikh Abdul Muhammad, Karen Bruno, James Ale, Sheila Klinkenberg, Steve Good, Rhonda Ashworth, Richard, Lawrence, Heather Hunt, Machang Jamatia, Selena Delcar, Steve Good, Blaze O'Steele, Leah, Arnold Remtaney, Lorraine Bernard, Velafi Haibangana, Princess Estosia, Julie Betts, Rhonda Harrison, Donna Ruth Jordan, Bobby Corden, Karak Tamang, Pekde Cohen, Ben Schur, Daruz Panask, Daniel Dixon, Asha Olson, Reginald Dupre, Richard Montana, Todd Sourman, Selena Dekar, Stephen Smith, Michael Dixon, 